0: Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime.
1: Taking on the Titans. Standing up for the little guy. It's The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network.
0: We also always have to have a little bit extra intro music for the beauties, because they deserve it. They being Catherine Swift, workingcanadians.ca, assess the most powerful woman in Canada. <laughs> well, you are. No, don't laugh. That is a legitimate assessment of you as the most powerful woman in Canada.
1: That was years ago, Roy. Well deserved. Three years ago,
0: years you ago. still are, Catherine. Yeah. None of us are going to challenge you. Trust me.
1: Well, you're all too kind, but
0: no, put it we're, in perspective. we're just smart. It, <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Isn't that isn't that right, Linda? That's absolutely right, Roy. The former money editor of all the Sun newspapers across Canada, my friend and I, we accomplished a lot of things on uh, with, with a combination of radio and print media, got a lot of people out of trouble and angered a lot of politicians.
2: We did that. We
0: did, eh? We did that, Roy, very well, and I think
2: we're still trying to do it. Didn't
0: like us one bit. Now, the one politician we did like or would have liked had she been in the the Parliament of Canada at the time, she would have been our ally, as she is now, Michelle Simpson, former Liberal Member of Parliament, and I keep saying it, seatmate to Justin Trudeau, it sounds kinda of weird, but it does sound kinda of weird, Michelle, but you were the honest one. You were the one who told Canadian I just want to keep reminding people there was only one member of Parliament who was honest with, with taxpayers and said, Here's how I spend every single dollar
1: And on, punished for it.
0: On yeah, not, not only did she get, well, first they tried to bribe her, <laughs> then they punished her. When yeah. the bribes didn't work, they well, punished you couldn't her wouldn't be bought. <laughs> And they tried to buy. They they even offered. Not only did they offer, not only did they offer a huge office with a private bathroom. They offered to buy the toilet paper too.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you know that's such a guy thing, eh? I, I'm sorry, yeah. but but you know an office with a bathroom. I mean that, that's something a guy would like. I, I'm sorry, but it is.
3: It is. No, it is. It is It is. sit
1: there
0: and read. That, is. that yeah. is. You're right. We every guy would love that. You're right. We're shallow. We don't have much going for us. So uh, let's let's start beauties with. Uh, hi, Michelle. Hello. Uh, let's start with uh, with this story. Job numbers in this country of ours are down quite significantly in the month of July. Some 31,200 jobs, I think was the number. Uh, I'll step aside and uh, please explain. Well,
3: you're
1: right, Roy. It was 31,200 net but i think uh, an important thing to realize is that the actual that was a net number um, but the actual full time employment lost was uh, over 71,000
3: that's right and that's
1: big that's a big number yeah. and it was it was it was offset somewhat by uh, part time jobs uh, which were about roughly around 40,000 so that that trend is is very like you always have to look below the numbers you know you see the big global numbers and that that's okay but you got to look below it and Whatever business lacks confidence, they move to part-time employment, and that's a rational response. I mean, the, the, the left like to criticize them, and yet if, if you risk your business going out of business <laughs> and, and therefore having no jobs for anybody, um, you know, you are going to hedge your bets, and if you're hiring people, you're probably going to hire them on a part-time basis until you have confidence going forward that you know, the, the economy's going to be good enough to sustain those jobs. So I think that part-time, full-time thing is, in, is an important component. Yeah, and I that's... don't think that
3: confidence is there,
1: Catherine. No, no. it's not. It's not, really not even
3: close. People are jittery here. There's a sense, although I don't understand why, in the U.S., with Trump on board to perhaps become POTUS, that, you know, it, seriously, that, you know... I don't sense any type of security when I talk to people here in Canada.
2: Yeah, and yet it's interesting that the U.S. added 255,000 new jobs, and wages were up too. But here's the thing. Ontario loses 36,000 jobs, and B.C., where they've introduced that 15% tax, they added 12000 And another thing I think that needs to be pointed out is our youth jobless rate is at 13.3%. And indeed, those youth um, aged 15 to 24, well, 28,000 jobs were lost. But Catherine, here's what I found very interesting, over 55 people older than 55 there was a gain of 105,000 jobs what does this mean freedom 55 my butt we're all out there
1: working trying to pay the electricity bills well that that's absolutely a, a truism but don't forget linda though these these data are a couple of months old eh mm-hmm. so you you know that that dc tax is not a factor in in this most in the, in these data no. we'll no. have to wait a couple of months before we you know before we see that actually factor in but yeah older people i mean this is part of the part time phenomena too right the, the the 55-plus gang um, are, are frequently going back to work or remaining at work on a part-time basis. That's right. People are living longer. You know, we know all the, no, all the no, 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 facts here. No, 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 no,
0: no, no. The reason they're going to work is so they can support their millennial kids living in the basement. Well, hey,
2: Roy, but that's a good point. When our well, kids, That's part of it. That's part of it, because when these kids are not getting jobs, they're going to university, they're coming back home, and they are living in the basement. So... You know, it is a burden on those people who had
1: planned for retirement. That's right. Yep. Okay. Also, our governments, they always look to tax more. They never look to economize sensibly. And when they tax more, that means it comes out of all of our pockets, folks. And And in in, uh, in Ontario,
3: they slide it in under a delivery fee. Do you believe it? For, you know, commodities like home heating. And you know what? That is heinous.
2: Yeah, the carbon tax—they're hiding it on our bills, putting it under delivery charges. What is that? That's not
3: transparency. Oh no, and they—you know—I watched it roll out, and I thought, "Are you kidding me?" Yeah. They kept saying it's transparent, it's transparent, but they're putting it under delay. And I thought, "Oh my gosh, who's going to issue the asbestos britches?" To all these people, so their
0: pants don't catch on (laughs) fire. You know, when you you, you think about what what Michelle just said, Mm -hmm. it's the carbon tax that uh, Kathleen Wynne, in their brilliance, uh, has decided that we all require. They're going to hide it in the, what is it again? The transportation. Delivery fee. The delivery fee. The carbon tax is going to be hidden on the hydro bill and the delivery fee.
1: So because um,
0: what, what that says is oh. they have haven't to, got the
1: you guts. You have to hang on to your bills. And, by the way, people should not tolerate this from No, government. but, they Catherine,
0: Catherine, they haven't got the guts to level with the people. No,
1: well, yeah, but that's been the case for a long time with the government here in Ontario. I'm sorry. No, that's don't be sorry. There.
0: Don't be sorry, because there's something else. We're going to have to take a break. I, I always, by the way, folks, the beauties and I, we correspond during the week about what we're going to talk about and the issues that matter to us. And I always say to them, you know what, if we're going to be taking on a bunch of issues, they have to look at the clock.
1: <laughs> That's your job, Roy. You're the clock monitor. That's my job. I know.
0: I'm know. i the clock monitor. Stop. You're the beast. Okay, we're going to have to stop. I just hit the table so hard the computer came on. Um, we're going to stop. We're going to take a break. We'll come back and we'll talk about a number of other issues, including... What's happening with house prices? We know what happened in, uh, in Vancouver with house prices, the uh, tax, and now the offshore buyers, maybe looking at Toronto. Uh, all of this eventually is going to affect all of us. Just look at what's happening in Vancouver. We'll come back on the Roy Green Show with the beauties with Catherine, the most powerful woman in Canada. Linda Leatherdale, former money editor of all the Sun Papers, vice president of Cambria, Canada, and former liberal member of parliament who was offered a very large office with a bathroom if she only lied to us like the rest of them. That's what said. Michelle, just lie to them, just like we do. Then we'll give you all this stuff. And Michelle said, no. They said, well, then we're not going to let you talk in parliament. Folks, I'm not making it up. That's exactly what happened. We'll come back. Catherine Swift, Linda Leatherdale. And Michelle Simpson. Catherine is anxious, anxiously awaiting an arrival. <laughs> so it's not it's not it's not a courier. No no. It's the
3: stork.
1: stork. It's stork. It's wonderful. <laughs> wonderful. Oh, yeah, any day now my first grandchild will be born, so
3: Oh terrific. Very
1: nerve wracking, I have to tell you. <laughs> I didn't know
0: if I was Nervous. supposed to mention that or not, but
1: Oh, that's fine. No, that's cool, Roy. I've been on Twitter talking about it, so it's no big deal. But I mean, actually, my poor daughter-in-law is the one that deserves the sympathy because she's just chomping at the bit, you know. (laughs) Any minute, any minute, please, please.
0: (laughs) You know, there isn't. It's often been said there isn't a man in the world who would have the courage to have a child.
1: Oh my goodness. Well, I will tell you, it's not easy, Roy, having done it twice. We know what it's like to have a man cold, Roy. (laughs) Yeah. Have a what? A man cold. A man cold. A man cold, you know, like when you have a cold. Yeah. That's a man cold. And we yeah. understand the suffering when oh. we have children. So.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, because well, we're whiners.
1: <laughs> I don't feel <laughs> so good. You really enjoy the pain. I, I don't
0: feel so good. No, that's men. That's men talking as soon as you get a snuffle, sniffle, a snuffle,
1: <laughs> whatever it is. Well, okay, so. a man cold is a well-established um, yes. thing.
0: Oh, it is. Yes. Okay, some things I don't know, like Pokemon and Mancolds. Now, uh, what's happening? uh, The Toronto house pricing uh, is just astronomically jumping. Yep. And uh, does this now suggest, as, as I read the other day in, I forget which publication, that offshore buyers are looking at eastern Canada, and does that mean that Mayor Tory of Toronto is going to follow the lead of... The British Columbia government and uh, jack the tax. Hey, you know what? It's obviously possible because we in Toronto have two land
2: transfer taxes, and they love to tax our homes. And that's and you're right, on fire it is. Ten thousand homes sold last month, July, and that was the hottest July on record. Average prices in the whole GTA area, nine hundred fifty-three thousand, but in the city of Toronto. It hit 1.2 million for a detached home, and that's up almost 21% from a year ago. That's just
0: the average
3: house.
2: That's just the average detached home, and even condos. i looked at condos. Um, condos
3: are outpacing detached now.
2: Yes, they are, and that is probably because um, they can't um, find a detached home, and, of course, um, condos are less expensive, but they're going up in price too.
0: Okay, so here's a question I have. Yeah. If we can set aside, can we just, can we just drill down to the, to, the, to the cavity in the tooth? <laughs> Why? Why? Why is it happening? Why? Why is it happening?
2: Why is it happening? Well, a lot of offshore money. Um, certainly, Vancouver has been the interest of foreign investors. And as you know, the 15% tax just but why
0: us? why can Why Canada? What makes Toronto and Vancouver so...
2: Okay, well, the economists, I did some research, and they're saying, you know, these are now world-class cities,
1: and globalization has changed the world. Okay. So uh, there's a number of reasons, but they certainly... also look stable. Yeah. yeah. Look what's going on in so much of the... Look at the mess in so much of the world. Not that we're immune from it here, but we certainly have nowhere near the same you know turmoil that they have it and canada is a safe relatively safe a peaceable kingdom, I guess. Yeah. The other thing, too, though, is a supply issue, and I don't think we should forget about this. It's the case in Vancouver, it's the case in Toronto. Mm-hmm. They're not yeah, building... There's
3: no supply. They're not building
1: any more, any more single-family housing. The reason the condo market's going so nuts is they are building condos, so yeah. there's it's, actually supply there. Yeah, so but it's, it's, but large it's large getting, forces. Forces. It's okay, getting okay, short. It's getting short now. Okay, can, can
0: okay, on? on. Can, we, can we just have one voice at a time? Because right. it gets confusing for people right. if we have two or three voices going at the same time. <laughs> Uh, what about the rest of the country? What about uh, other cities, major cities in this country? What's going to happen? For example, you think about Calgary, you think about Edmonton, you think about Winnipeg, you think about Regina, you think about Saskatoon, you think about Hamilton. Well, Hamilton's a market I is, think, is going I think they're going to
3: stay fairly flat. I, I really do. They don't really have the same appeal. Not that they shouldn't have, but I, I you know... Toronto and Vancouver
1: obviously have the draw. Yeah and as and well every market has their own drivers uh, right now if in Alberta, I were an offshore we know that buyer so is depressing pretty much the entire province and real estate is one aspect of that If I were so an, an offshore BC, buyer I'd be looking at Calgary proximity to Asia. with Toronto you've got well, me. and not uniquely but you've got well established <laughs> communities of all kinds of different uh, nationalities and whatnot and that attracts more people because they know there's a community of you know people like them
0: Okay, now if I were an offshore buyer, maybe it's because I know Canada. If I were just going to buy, I would look at Calgary because it's such a beautiful location. It's so close to the mountains. It's just, it's an incredible city. And I'm, the the Alberta economy is not going to be in the tank forever. As soon as, as soon as you know the the, the broom sweeps out the, the troublemakers, the, the the economy will get going. Anyway. Yeah, but by where can call. you go to get a
3: twenty percent it return on your investment in one year?
0: Well, that's true too, isn't it? Yeah.
3: But, but you're right, buy low, buy low,
2: sell high.
0: You no, might not, have a point about part. Calgary. I forgot about that part. Uh, the 20% uh, return on investment, ROI, yep. follow the money. Hmm. It's, we, have, uh, we have two minutes left. Anybody have something well, I they I want, want to talk of, about?
2: I did a look at world-class cities, you know, and Hong Kong is still the most expensive. New York is very expensive. Vancouver really ranked up there. But can these markets crash? Absolutely. In the subprime meltdown, we saw where Florida was out of sight. We saw Arizona. We saw California, San Francisco, when the high tech bubble burst, their prices
0: fell. Well, What's the chance? What's the, Linda? What's the chance we can all get out in our cars and go for a drive and say if the tire goes flat? We're on the side of the highway, yeah. pulling out that crazy looking, goofy little tire and trying to get home on a you know a, a, on something that that shouldn't be sold to anybody. Uh, but we're probably not going to get a flat tire. What are the chances of of, of Uh, Is the world in a situation now where we have to be worried about what you're just talking about?
2: Well, I still don't like the 15% tax, and I think if they do slap Toronto, I think we're going to see a slowdown. It's a tough one to call, Roy. Um, It is a global world, and as Catherine points out, our prices are still affordable, and we're a safe, safe country, so... Will that continue? I'm not going to call for a crash, but last week we talked about it. Analysts saying maybe a 40% drop in Vancouver, or sorry, 50% drop and a 40% drop in Toronto. Could so let me happen? ask you
0: this question. Let me yeah. ask you this question because I heard something on the way in. I heard about statistics about house home sales uh, in, in Toronto specifically, and uh, they're, over the last year they're crazy. Would you say to somebody who is looking to buy buy now if you've got the money, buy now? Or would you caution them to hang on
3: and wait? I I, I couldn't recommend buying now.
2: You're buying at the top. I remember in 1990 when the market did crash, 1990 to 1996, I had readers who sold their homes, rented, and waited for the bottom. But now you're hedging a bet, and that's a tough thing to do. Particularly if you have kids, that you got to have a roof over their head. So I don't know, Roy. It's a, if, if you like gambling, maybe this is the time to sell out at the top and
3: see if they're right. Or for your kids, have a basement in your home.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. I just got rid of mine. No, 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 no. You got rid of your basement? It's, no, no. I got rid of my children. <laughs> yeah. If you want your kids I mean, to out leave of my, home, out of my home. I mean, yeah. Quit cooking okay, with kids. cheese. Nothing illegal. <laughs>
0: okay, kids. Okay, kids. I gotta go. Thank you so very much. It's always uh, I I learn a lot. Animated. I run run right out and do exactly the opposite of what you advised me to do.
1: Oh dear, then you'll probably be fine. (laughs) No, no,
0: I I pay the price. It's always great. Thank you, Catherine. Thank you, Linda. Thank you, Michelle. And hope uh, hopefully by the time we talk to you next weekend, Catherine.
1: Yes.
3: You'll have that. You'll be a grandmother. Oh, how nice!
1: I'm calling it Mima Swift, just for the record. What? Mima Swift. Okay. That's nice. a very silly name. It's kind of a, you know, kind of a nice rural name for grandma. So. All right. Oh, that's Okay. Awesome. sounds good. Got to go. Okay. Too okay. Right. Bye. Bye. À la prochaine.